Well, let's welcome back Coach Taylor. Coach, do you have team updates for us? Um, team updates. Um, obviously, we're at the at the at the end point of our year, um, coming off of a tough a tough tough game against a a good. You got to tip my hat to the cop the Cobblers, man. They they changed their offensive system up there, and, and they never missed a beat. So, um, uh, kudos to those guys. You know, our guys are you know uh, trying to just you know find a way, man. We're trying to find a way in this last week uh, to come out practice well. And um, you know, put put together a, a good a good last week for these team, these thirteen guys that that came back. They want to send them guys out with a with a with a win. So, well, well, let's just briefly talk about last week's game. <laughs> Very tough opponent there in Concordia. Your your thoughts on the contest? Yeah, I mean, you know, we did some things, you know, good defensively early. You know, we just couldn't with, we just couldn't withstand um, everything that they were throwing at us. For whatever reason, for a number of different reasons, right? Obviously, it always starts with me, um, you know, being able to have the guys singly focused on the game and then each play. And we, and we, quite frankly, we didn't, you know. Um, offensively, we just couldn't get anything going. And they've always traditionally been really good out on defense. Um, so that was a little frustrating that we couldn't get the get the ball moving. Um, but you know, it, it is what it is. You got to got to highlight, you know, uh, Lucius Negrillo, our punter, did a decent job of flipping the field for us and. It ended up um, helping us, you know, get off the field a couple of times on third and fourth down. So, I mean, it's a little bit of positive there. But, again, man, that game is, is that game is over, and we have to move on to the next. Well, I want to just ask you this one question, uh, because w- when you're in a game like that where things are just not going your way early on, what becomes your focus as a coach? Are, are you looking to win kind of individual battles? or wh- What do you do as a coach in games like that? You know what? The thing that you—that's a great question. The thing that you, the thing that I've done is you always want to just see what kind of fight and grit does your team have, or, or what's the sideline like, what, what's the talk on the sideline like, what, how do the guys look? You know, are they still in it? You know, do they still do they still have pride to go out there and be like, um, for an example, defensively? Are you trying? You know, do they have pride to get off the football field? You know, are they still trying to work the techniques that you're teaching um, offensively? You know. Um, you know, are we are we getting on blocks and sustaining them? You know, because at this point, they're you know they start putting in some of their other players, and it's like, you know, we gotta we gotta be able to execute against no matter who's out there. So, you know, you just look for little things, trying to find silver silver lining. Like I said, n- not a lot of positive, but you know, we did we did do a good job in the, in, the, in the punt punt game. Um, so you got to positive that and highlight it, and, and get ready to get ready for another one. So, well, let's jump ahead to this Saturday, taking on Saint Scholastica for the second time this year. Your thoughts on this contest? Yeah. Um, well, I'd be I'd be foolish if I said that you know you, you got to think about what the weather is going to be doing up in Duluth. Um, you know, conditions are going to be tough. It's going to be cold. Um, it's going to be it's November football. So you know we got to make sure our guys' mind is ready for that. Um, again, this league is really good. Um, every it seems like everybody this year has a quarterback. Um, so you know we're going up against big number three again. Did a good job against us the first time. Uh, he's been whipping the ball around. They got a really a gritty little tough little receiver number four. I like that kid a lot. I mean, he plays the game the right way. Um, 86 is a kid that we recruited. Um, uh, Ricky Weber, who's playing the game really really tough. Number 10 is a good player, and their little running back runs the ball really well. Um, so we got challenges offensive, uh, defensively, and offensively. Um, you know, we got to obviously find, manufacture, find a way to run the football up there because again, people have heard me say this on this show. I know everybody knows my sayings now, but when you throw the football, four things can happen. Three of them are bad. So when you go up there um, in that in that inclement weather, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough to, to throw the football. We're gonna have to. It'll be good to lean on the lean. It'll be good to lean on the run game uh, a little bit more this week. 
So this is a rematch of what I thought was the most exciting game of the year for you guys. Unfortunately, it didn't, didn't come out well for you in the end. Sure. But sure. when you look at that contest, are, are there things that you're looking for that you specifically want to focus on without telling me any game details kind of thing? But are you kind of watching that and going, okay, well, these are, you know, there's some areas that we could say we've got to improve on this. We've got to do these kind of things right yep. here. Yeah, but I think the thing that stood out in that game, um, two things. You know, you know, we had a late turnover, which you can't have. Now we're going down to drive. Quarterback fumbles the football, critical, right? So the turn, we got to win the turnover battle, um, and you know we got to finish. Um, we got to finish. You know we got to tackle, and we got to tackle people through the ground, man. You know we had some missed tackles um, in that in that early game that that really hurt us, man. And, and a couple couple penalties, uh, de- defensive pass interferences that hurt us late in that game. So, you know, you kind of go back and you kind of watch and see what you did good and see what you did bad and try to, you know, just, we got to play cleaner football um, and, you know, hopefully we can come out on top. Yeah, I didn't even think about the weather for Saturday. So uh, is there any way to kind of help prepare for that, for Duluth? You know what? It's not. The only thing you can do is make sure we get outside today, this, uh, get outside and we practice this week. Um you know, because, again, it's going to be cold down here, too. So that, that, that is the one positive. It's not like it's 70 degrees down here in the Twin Cities, and then you go up and play in 27 degrees. So it's going to be 20, 30 degrees all week in practice, so we got to make sure our guys uh, get um, acclimated to the weather. So, Well, let's jump into fan questions, and we'll start with Mike. He says, Coach, the St. Scholastica game looked like it was sort of a turning point in the season for the Pipers. Is there a certain sense of revenge that you won in this game for how the season turned after that contest? <laughs> um, I don't really look at it you know, from a point of revenge or all bad omens out there. Hey, they made a kick. You know, we couldn't get off the field on third down a couple times. We had a late turnover. It is what it is, man. We now we have an opportunity to go play again. We get a chance to play one more. Happen to be it happens to be St. Sco. So we got to go out and you know we can't have personal vendettas. We got to go out there and play football. We got to get off blocks. Um, we got to take care of the football. We got to tackle. You know, those are things we got to do. We got to have great ball security. So those are the things I'm really focused on. Carl says, as a kind of a comment thing, he says, Coach, do you find it interesting that St. Scholastica came to Hamlin last year for the first time and you won a narrow victory, then faced them in this playoff game. Now you go to St. Scholastica this year and they win a narrow game, and now you have to go up there for a playoff game against them again. Hey, I tell you what, man, you just never know what the universe has in store for you. So, you know, like I said, man, whoever, whoever they tell us we got to play, we just we try, we, we try to prepare our guys and we go play them, so. Next up is Jerry, who would like to know. He says, Coach, we haven't really talked about this for a few weeks, so how is recruiting going for you, and how are you feeling you are reaching marks at this point? Yeah, yeah, no, it's good. I, I love recruiting questions. That's, that's the pipeline, and, and Rob and I were able to talk a little bit offline about how things are going and the recruiting landscape in the MIAC is going good. Um, we've got two commits right now, um, and I have to go back and check. I don't want to lie. I can't remember, um, you know, when we got our first two commits last recruiting cycle or year before. I usually kind of always check those numbers just to see how we're trending, but excited about those two young men wanting to be a part of our program. And, you know, we're just um, really beating the bushes right now, man, on the phones with high school coaches and using all of our connections uh, from our time at different places and our time here, you know, trying to find the right kid at Hamlin. And uh, I love our 2022 recruiting class, and we got a good jump on the 2023. So recruiting's going good. I, pr- I really appreciate that, that question. So. So for fans out there, if I remember correctly, after Saturday's game, then you you start heading out on the road to start going to camps and high schools and things like that. Yeah, uh, well, from yeah, our assistant coaches, yeah, when 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 the season's over, for me as a head coach, man, it's, you really gotta 
unpack everything. You know, you got to unpack a lot of different things, man, like from evaluating coaches, um, getting down with every player, you know, um, just everything that about the program's got to get, you know, got to get a fine comb tooth. So I won't be out on the road right away, but our guys, are, our, our coaches will be hitting the road, but they'll be hitting it running. So, uh, let's see. Next up, we have Bill. He says, when you play a team like this twice in the same season, do you have to build a completely different game plan for them, or can you keep certain elements of the previous plan? Yeah, you, you definitely keep. You find out, well, here's the deal. you got to go through the film. Obviously, you watch, we watch what we did with, to them back in October, but then you got to, um, you know, you have to see what are they doing. You know, are they doing the same stuff? If they're doing the same stuff, some things are going to carry over. Um, if they're not, then you have to you have to change and tweak. So it all depends on what the tape shows and and, and uh, the film doesn't lie. I mean, you can't chase ghosts. I mean, you got to go with off the you got to go based off the film. So next up, we have Andre returning back, coach. He says the Eagles are soaring. With the season ending, I would gather you'd be able to watch some more games. So what are you thinking about the team so far? Well, first of all, I like to say fly Eagles fly. That's that's the song that they sing whenever I think they score a touchdown. I haven't been to a, a Philadelphia Eagles game. That's only sports. Um, at, at, in Philadelphia, I've never, I've never attended Sixers, Flyers, um, Phillies. I've attended. I've never done an Eagles game at home. But anyway, um, yeah, I mean, with this, with our season being over, and again, you know, with us getting to more of a quote unquote a normal schedule. Obviously, recruiting is a grind, but you know, Sundays I'll be able to check out the Eagles. It'll be good to see them. I haven't, haven't seen them. I saw a little bit of them versus the Cowboys because that was a late game a couple of weeks ago. So I was able to catch like the second half, and that was pretty cool. But, yeah, I mean, with our season getting over, it'd be good to catch up on the Eagles. Quinn says, Coach, I'm not meaning to be a homer for you, but you've got to like how well your Philadelphia Eagles are playing. Do you think anybody can beat them this season? Well, you can always – oh, yeah, the NFL, you can be beat. <laughs> I mean, you know, I know I listen to Coach Sirianni, and he always talks about one-week seasons. Excuse me, he talks about um, 17, 17 rounds. They're in, a, they're in a heavyweight title fight in the 17 rounds, so they're on round eight. So, yeah, you can be beat, man. I mean, you can't, you know, there's a lot of upsets um, from what some of our um, players were telling me when they, I saw some, they say, Coach, did you see uh, any NFL on Sunday? I said, no. <laughs> but they were telling me there's a lot of upsets, man. So, yeah, you can, be, you, can be, you can be beat. So Not just in the NFL, because Gary would like to know, he says, Coach, the college football season is totally crazy this season. Do you like Georgia at this point? Man, I had my, so my college roommates, and we were talking on Thursday. Uh, we have a little group chat, and they were talking about Tennessee. And I was like, listen, man, at that level, at any level, man, if you can play defense, you got a chance. And Georgia's defense is real. It's, it's for real. So um, that did not surprise me. Um, good win for them. And then, well, how about LSU, too? you got to give kudos. you got to tip your hat to LSU um, for beating Alabama. Man, you don't, you don't see that much. I mean, Nick Saban doesn't get beat um, often. But to see that is, is, is kind of crazy. So. Ed says, sorry about your Phillies, Coach. Did you feel that the delay between of, of Game 3 being moved back a day might have given Houston some kind of advantage that helped them to beat the Phillies? Oh, I'm not a one. And anybody that listens to this show, I'm not one for excuses, man. So I, I don't think so. I mean, obviously it probably wasn't ideal, but you know what? That's, that's what the, those are cards you're dealt, you know? Just like nobody wants to hear about us, you know, what our quarterback situation is right now. You've got you to work through it, so... I'm I'm disappointed the Phils didn't win it. I'm excited to see them get there. It was good for the city. Um, so hopefully they can hopefully they can sustain it and we can continue to keep playing playing baseball in October. October baseball is so much fun. Uh, Jerry, excuse me, Jacob would like to know what are training ideas that you would recommend to players who want to keep in shape to prepare when spring practice comes around. 
Uh, I think it always starts with, well, you know, when I, it's funny, we just talked to our strength and conditioning coach. Uh, I was talking to him this morning. It always starts with, you know, free weights. Um, you know, uh, we, we're big into Olympic weights, Olympic movements, single, single leg movements. But again, man, the conditioning and running is so important too. You know, just even the mechanics of how to run. Got to teach these guys how to run again in the off season because technically we really won't be able to get with these guys um, until really February, man. So they got some, they got time off. So we're going to have to build this thing from the ground up once, um, once uh, I guess you can say February gets here. So. I don't know if you can explain this over a podcast kind of thing, but I, I know you said a few times that one of the most important skills to improve is your footwork. Is there things you can do in the off season for that kind of thing? Yeah, absolutely, man. There's a lot of a lot of uh, things you can do with like ladders, cones, um, jump rope. I mean, there's a lot of different things now, man, that you can do as far as you know getting your your your, your footwork, your independent feet, your independent footwork going. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot that you can do. Yeah. George says, Coach, we just had daylight savings this past weekend. Tell us how you spent your extra hour you received. Hey, the extra hour? I was watching film. <laughs> I thought it was I thought it was usually six o'clock. I was like, I got up at five o'clock. I said, This is awesome. <laughs> I could just roll, man. I was like, body didn't, body didn't get used to it. I've been I've been stealing that hour, man. It was awesome. It was good. I'm like, man, I'm getting up. I said, What time is it? It's five o'clock. Okay. Well, let's get to get, get to work earlier. <laughs> I thought it was six. And one of our coaches' words of wisdom for this week. All right, here we, you guys have got me. You guys have got me going now. So now I'm starting to try to be ready for this thing. Um, let's see. What do we got today? What do we got? Here we go. All right, you ready? Here we go. If you only walk on sunny days, you'll never reach your destination. Think about that one. Chew on that one for a week. <laughs> I like it, Coach Taylor. Thanks for joining us this week. <laughs> All right, Rob. Take care.